One, two, three, four. Personal Jukebox Podcast. It's going to be an absolute fanboy. One of my favourite bands from back in the day. We're going to be looking at Skid Row and their Subhuman Race album. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> That's the dulcet tones of Mr. Neil Strong. How are you doing? Great intro, yeah. I'm all good. You're, all, uh, you're looking forward to a bit of Skid Row? I am looking forward to it, yeah. <laughs> As you know, I wasn't too familiar with them. No? Wow. That's like an understatement, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, you're like not familiar at all no, with them. No, but I'm, I'm excited to do this album, yeah. Okay, well, uh, we'll get into it. Uh, Is this Are these one of your favourite bands? Is that what you basically said? From back in the day? I'd say up until I kind of got into, um, like say, Oasis and stuff like that, yeah. Skid Row would have been my favourite band. Oh, Really? Yeah, well, oh, wow, my favourite okay. I had one of the walls of my bedroom was literally covered with clippings and pictures yeah. and posters just of Skid Row. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like to that extent. No, wow. Have you seen them? I've obviously seen them live. Yeah, I've seen them a couple of times live, but... Uh, nice. But yeah. Yeah, we'll be looking at that. We'll get a bit of background first. Uh, yeah, Mr. Strong is way breaking the record for episodes on the podcast. Oh, am I? Today, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. nice. Um, well, we do two every time I come round. <laughs> so I think this is six. Yeah, six. Um, yeah. Oh, we never get this bit. That's nice. <laughs> it's alright, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Six times I've been on the first time I've heard that bit. Yeah, it, I never usually get no, that far no, into that is it. Nice. Yes, yeah, so we're going to look in at Skid Row and their subhuman race. A lot of people may not be O-Fi with Skid Row. A lot of people who know me obviously would be because um, they would have known it. Maybe not so much with this album. Um, subhuman race was released in '95, so we're coming off, uh, coming after your grunge stuff and everything. So man, '95, you're talking like a year after. You know, like uh, like your Isis and Blur and Pulp and stuff and everything got big. Yeah. Well out of their comfort zone. Mm. I said to you, and I said, oh, do you fancy doing a, a Skid Row album? Yeah. And you were like, oh, well, I've, I've never really listened no, to her. No, I'd, I'd heard of them. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I genuinely hadn't heard of anything that okay. they'd done. It just hadn't come into my... Yes, my zone basically. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not going to hit too much of their stuff. Yeah, because I will go back and do their previous albums, like on, on later episodes. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're looking at their third studio album. They obviously came around in in, in '89 in the cock rock. Every cock rock band was getting signed, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that was the era. Yeah, 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 yeah. And their big hit was like Youth Gone Wild, which is like this kind of sound. 
you'll love the vocal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I said to you, didn't I? I said, oh, have a listen to Slides to the Grind. Yeah. Which yeah. is a bit of a, a, which is a little bit of step on from this in some songs. Um, there's, it's still got that not enough bass in the production kind of thing. I mean, this one now that I'm listening to it, yeah, it's not too bad. No, you've it's had a few bad. drinks. <laughs> I have, I have, but I don't think the drink influences what I like that much. Like, if I like a song, I like it. Yeah. What it is with Slave to the Grind is it just reminded me so much of like just stuff I didn't like. Like I didn't yeah. like the vocals. I didn't really like the guitars in it. It was just too much like cock rock for me. It was. Yeah. I can imagine if you don't mm. like that kind of vocal. Yeah. I mean, Sebastian grew up being a big um, like Rob Halford, Judas Priest fan, yeah, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I mean, he's does the full set of metal kind mm, of vocal yeah, you know yeah. what I mean a lot I mean I'm not saying yeah, he's got a bad vocal he's obviously oh, got nah, a, yeah. he's talented he's got a yeah. good voice but for me it's well it just wasn't my it's not my cup of tea basically it's just not what I'm used to I'd say I was having a conversation with um, somebody on with Stu and Keith actually on on WhatsApp the other day yeah. saying that we were going to do this, this episode yeah yeah. Um, that that's Sebastian like in 91 Kind of Sebastian back. Yeah. Okay, that's what he looked like in '91. So yeah. yeah, and like this is what he looks like now. Okay, no, yeah, or a worse one. Sorry, Sebastian. What? What? Why? Why has that happened? Fifty-two. <laughs> yeah, he looks like you know. You mentioned the Terrorhawk thing. That yeah. was my next yeah. thing. Too. <laughs> yeah. That Terrorhawks I watched once when I was little. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my brother used to watch it. Yeah. And it, it was absolutely scared shit out of me. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. Um, I forgot. Um, Zelda. Zelda from Terrorhawks. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Because how old is your brother? How many years uh, older than you? He's six years older than me. So I'm 35. He's 41. Yeah, so he's kind of my age. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Wow. Now, um, I don't know. It's. They just remind me of. I'd say they remind me of Steel Panther now, which is like they're they're like a comical. I think I find them funny, yeah. and I, I think they're doing it for comedy effect. Yeah, you essence. couldn't do what cock rock bands in the late eighties were doing seriously now. No, you know I mean? yeah, I don't do think. No, no. I think like I think we said, didn't we? The Darkness were the first band that came along who were kind of doing yeah it as a as a piss take. But you could still appreciate the musicianship of yeah, the yeah, bands. Yeah. I can remember Boyd going to see um, Alice Cooper okay. at the NIA or the NEC, one of the others, and the Darkness supported. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was when they were like nothing, like mm. not known at all. Mm. And I can remember him coming back and saying they absolutely blew Alice Cooper away. Like oh, really? Was yeah. Way into the Darkness, ah. more so than Alice yeah. Cooper at the time. Um, I think, like you say, the the musicianship. Mm-hmm. You can't argue with that. Yeah. It's just again, with, like with with that first slave to the grind, you can't argue the music yeah. with, with how it is. It's just if it's your taste or not. Yeah, you know. I think one thing Skid Row were. I mean, I say in America they were big. They had three mega hits off that first album: um, Youth Gone Wild, Eighteen, and Life. And I remember you. Um, Eighteen and Life is a you've, you will have heard this surely. You heard that. It's not ringing about. Nah, I mean I don't well, mind it. No, no, no. Uh, one thing that like followed Skid Row through the albums, they always had that kind of 
like um, an eerie vocal kind, an eerie okay. slow track. Yeah. And Eileen on the, yeah, the yeah, album we're yeah. going to look at is like kind of that kind of thing. Uh, but Seb's in proper like screaming form on this one. It's like that proper um, treble guitar, there ain't much bass in it. Yeah. You know, it's like Newstead on and just a throw. Yeah, this is their first album. This is yeah, the yeah, first yeah. album. Yeah. So Slave to the Grind's their second. Yes. This one, the two that you've played off this one, mm. I don't think I, I'm preferring this to that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah kind yeah. of thing. Got um, you, got yeah, that's not. That's, I don't mind that at all. It's. It doesn't feel as cockrock to me. It doesn't. It doesn't feel that. Yeah. In my face, just like. It. This was played on. I was doing the rock and roll lifestyle. I was doing the washing up last Sunday. <laughs> Wait, where's your dishwasher? <laughs> I've got a dishwasher as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. But at some point, I like wash some stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> not you don't just do me and just leave it all on the side for the next time. That, man, I don't know. I can't do that. You know, Lindsay would leave it. Yeah, I do. Oh, man. I think bothers me. I'll walk out um, the kitchen. He's done. <laughs> and Absolute Nighties were doing their kind of kind of thing where I do in some of the episodes with the countdowns. Oh, yeah, okay. And um, it was, I think it was 1990, and this was on it, and it oh. took me completely by aware kind yeah, of thing yeah. that he'd include it as a 90s song. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, they they put that album with massive, massive smashes. Um, I think Dave Snake Sabo, who is one of the guitarists, right? He was childhood friends with John Bon Jovi. Oh, okay, and John got them signed to the label as well. Got mm. Doc McGee, the manager at the time, to sign them up as well as a favour. Yeah, I think they made a bond when they were kids. Oh, if one of us gets signed, we'll help the other one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of get signed, so, yeah. Oh, so got... they followed through? Yeah, That's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, followed through on that. Uh, Skid, I think they all knew them, knew each other, apart from Sebastian, who is Canadian, grew up in Canada. Yeah. They put an advert out for a singer, and then he came down to New Jersey, auditioned for him, and then became the singer. Yeah, yeah. Poster boy, good looks, as you, you know, yeah, for yeah. that era kind of thing. Then they came back with the Slave for the Grind album, yep. as we said. Uh, 1991, previously mentioned on the episode with Gaz on the Metal Countdown, it was the first album, the first metal album, rock album, to go in at number one on the US Billboard charts. Okay. Uh, the first album period since Elton John in 1975 wow. to go in at number one. So they were like big so they're, are they big? Were they big in the UK or just mainly US? <sighs> I mean, they were big-ish. I mean... I don't know, like Guns N' Roses were bigger than them by loads. Yeah. They supported Guns N' Roses when they did their Wembley gigs in, it would have been 91. Oh, okay. So they were touring, they were supporting Guns N' Roses on the Use Your Illusion tour. Mm. They obviously got their own Slave to the Grind album as well. Sebastian went into going to a load of trouble. They were They got a letter from the council saying, we don't want you to play the song, get the fuck out. Okay. For some reason, yeah. you know, I would have thought Guns N' Roses have got loads of swearing in their songs yeah, as well. Yeah, um, and Sebastian basically read out the letter on stage and said, <laughs> oh. and then they went straight into the song and played yeah, it. Yeah, um, there's no better way to get a crowd on your side, though. Is no, that? exactly, yeah, it's perfect. Exactly, there's, there's a follow on from that with when we get into on this album yeah. where it was a bit like uh, hit or miss. Oh, okay, various controversy, like many metal rock bands of the time. 
I can remember there was a video, a Skid Row video put out where somebody throws a bottle on stage. Mm. I don't know if it hits him or it nearly hits him, and then he jumps into the stage, Cantonar-esque, yeah. like after the going. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, gives him a bit of a hide in. Oh, wow, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always loved Sebastian Mack. I love a front man. Yeah. You know, I don't know much about him. I, I, I hear he's quite a, like... I don't know, it's controversial, the right word to use for him, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, nowadays I'm a bit disappointed. I'm sorry, Sebastian, if you hear this, but... I'm disappointed. I know everyone's going to make a dime, but he does a lot of cameo videos as well now, wishing people happy birthday. But if oh. anyone wants to get one of them for me, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I'll take everything what, back on set. What are you going to charge? Because this is the thing. God knows how much he charges. Every, everybody's doing them yeah. now. This is the thing. Yeah, yeah even everyone. the Undertaker's doing them now. Is he do- he's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, everyone is. Everyone is. Okay. <laughs> He got into recently... Have you ever heard the Jericho podcast where he's been on? He's been on a couple of times with Jericho. I have listened to it. But yeah, it's very really high to... kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they've had a big fallout since then. Oh, right. They had a bit of a Twitter war, apparently, yeah. where Bass was like a bit pissed and on Twitter. Uh, and he was accusing Jericho of always miming his singing. Which I think is true. Yeah, I know. Which I, yeah, 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 with Jericho. And he was, I think he, he said like basically, oh yeah, your miming's faker than your wrestling or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, Truth hurts. Yeah, well, yeah, it probably <laughs> it does. does yeah. Yeah. Which is one thing. When Back in the day when I was super into Skid Row and used to go out to record shops mm-hmm. and get bootlegs or live yeah. versions or stuff like that, we always used to think, man, he couldn't sing live. Oh, okay. Like it was something, oh, we used to think, oh man, some of his stuff's really ropey. Mm-hmm. But over the years, he has been able to. Yeah. Um, he was playing Jesus Christ Superstar on a stage show oh, at right. one point at the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, he's been on like VH1 when they put like a super band together. Yeah. I think he was the singer. He's been in the Gilmore Girls. Oh yeah, he he's, was... he's, he's from what I can gather, he's like held in quite high regard. Though. Yeah, people might think he's a bit, a bit of a dick maybe to work with. I don't know, but it, yeah. they've always everything I've heard of him. Mm. They kind of think, in essence, he's very good at what he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so he's, yeah. you know, he obviously can do it. I wonder if sometimes laziness might play a factor. Like, like Marilyn Manson, I think he's terrible live. Yes, but. Is because like I've heard him, interviews with him, and he's just been like, "Oh yeah, I've just fobbed that off." Like yeah, he yeah, said yeah, that, yeah. so I wonder if sometimes he, he might be a bit like that. You know, if he's not in the right frame of mind or something. Definitely, in the last year, there was he was on some show. I think it was an internet show, or it might have been a TV. I can't remember. And somebody was on about oh, getting high, being able to hit high vocals. Yeah, and they used Rob Halford as. As like an example, mm-hmm. Rob Halford's famously gay, yeah, famously homosexual man, uh, and I think Sebastian was like, "Oh, if you can give me some, if someone can give me the key to how Rob Halford used to hit those high notes, right? Then yeah, that'd be great." And I think the host said something like, "Oh, I'll fill you in, Sebastian. You used to gargle spunk or something before, <laughs> and right? You can see it, and he sits there and he like." That's not cool, dude. Like, yeah. And, and walks off and doesn't finish the interview kind okay. of thing. Like, yeah, proper yeah. takes the hump about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Proper arsey. But yeah, I can I can see him being difficult yeah. to work with. That's what I, that's that's the kind of vibe I've got from everything I've heard from him mm. about him. Mm. Like I'm not again. I don't really know a lot about him. I don't know a lot yeah. about Skidra. It's just yeah. nothing that's come on my radar. 
The, the rest of the band, you've got Rachel Bolan, who's the bassist. Right, a lady? No, no. Guy, Rachel. What? Yeah, no. Okay. R-A-C-H-E-L. Okay. Um, Rachel Bolan. He's like very a very punk kind of guy as well. On this album, I think there's there's quite a Bonehead. few. Bonehead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's definitely punky. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's the bassist. He's, I think he's probably the main one who had the fallings out with Back. Right. Which led to the split of the initial version of the band. Okay. Um, as I said, you've got Dave the Snake Sabo on guitars, you've got Scotty Hill on guitars, and you've got Robert Fuso, who was the drummer. Mm-hmm. Now, this this uh, album is also his last album with Skidra. Both him and Sebastian leave after this album. But, and then, do they carry on? No. Nah. The rest or no? Uh, yeah, the rest have carried oh, on. the rest have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had different <clears> singers. <throat> when I saw them um, um, at the River Runes in Stourbridge, oh, okay. about, man, I don't know, it's probably about four, five years ago now, hmm. and they were with another singer, and they've got another singer now. Oh, okay. But at the end of the gig, when they like were talking, they were like, oh, this guy is, he is Skidrow, like mm. he's been our longest ever singer. Yeah. Because he was longer than yeah. Sebastian yeah. was, even though everyone knows it. Oh, with okay. Them. So they still associate Sebastian with Skid Row. Yeah, as I think, being their like I think singer. I think he in oh a couple of years ago, 12, 2019, I think he was kind of like angling for a bit of a anniversary tour. Oh, a thirtieth okay. that'd be thirty, wouldn't it? From eighty nine. Yeah. 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 Uh an anniversary tour or a gigs, but they just don't have enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we'll get into that. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, right. So, as I said, this album was released in January, February, March, April 1995. I was super excited when this came out. Hmm. Um, so you'd listen to their earlier stuff? I'd listen to their earlier stuff, yeah. but like when Slave to the Grind came out, that was like a little bit before me getting into that kind of music. Yeah. Um, it was like me, like early 91. So. Towards the end of 91, early 92, I sort of listened to that and then went back and listened to the other, the oh, other okay. album yeah, as well. Yeah. So I was I was pretty excited for this coming out. I was, mm. I was very good. Uh, right, we always look at the singles and albums that were out at the time. The top single in the UK charts would be something that you would be far more familiar with. Okay. <laughs> okay. My old mate Gary Barlow. Oh, yeah. We know, we know your feelings <laughs> on him. <laughs> I've always thought this was a tune, though. It's a, it's a sing-along, isn't it? I guess yeah. now it's time. I guess, Gary. For me to give up. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This was number one. Yes. This was like the... Um, was this prime take that? This this period? Prime right near the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say this was like probably about four singles from the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it is. This was probably the most credible song that I'd put out at the time there. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind this one, to be honest. Proper songwritery yeah, song in it, this catchy. one. It's one of the take that songs which... Endure, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they yeah. still stay around, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, 
Number two on the charts was Don't Stop Wiggle Wiggle by the Air That's Brothers. the first one I brought. No, hang on. Yeah, <laughs> didn't, I, didn't I mention that on another so- uh, yeah, uh, podcast? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, that, yeah. Was my, that was the first song I ever brought. I believe it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum brought it for me. Because <laughs> it was an 18. It was explicit. <laughs> Oh, this is so Did good. Start with that yeah, yeah. 1991. Uh, 95? Oh, 95. I was 10. Mm-hmm. You can see why I liked it, obviously. Yeah. It started with the art. <laughs> no, right. It goes on a bit now. <laughs> Wiggle, wiggle, fuck you in the ass. Did it say that on the front when you had it? It might have. <laughs> My mum brought it, I told you. You damn mother. <laughs> yeah. Mum bought me this album. Or this, this single. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't... You know, sometimes the songs just don't translate to now, do they? No, no, that, no. That doesn't. It's now SL2 on a ragged tip, isn't nah. it? Oh, no. no. Come yeah. on, don't even dare <laughs> mention it in the same sentence. Um, the number one album was this. This is one of my most hated songs of all time as well. This would be in my top ten sucky songs. <laughs> Sounds really bad. You know the song, no? You will. So they with Dodgy's good enough, and um, a few other terrible songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that that. Not really bad intro was for this song. It's because it's never on the radio, is it? That no, of course. Oh, that's awful. Why would you even put that on the like album one? The, they were big. The Blue Rabbits were. They were. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can never remember having this one album really. The Boo Radleys. Yeah. That's a terrible name to. The Boo Radleys. They English. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, yeah. So the rest of the. Um, the rest of the album chart was made up of Celine Dion, Bruce Springsteen, Annie Lennox, Elton John, Elastica and the Cranberries, probably your most credible. And this, Skid Row, it was number eight on the album chart. Okay. So, yeah. I think it was probably a one week and, and done kind of thing. Like oh, was, that, was, was that it, yeah? Yeah, it fell down the charts like a rocket, I'd imagine. Oh, like, okay. you know. What song was it? No, that was the album. That was oh, it. Oh, sorry, yeah, it was the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number one in America, new feature. Better than Michael Boo, anyway. I kind of feel like I know it. You do. Sounds a bit Spice Girls, he actually done it, but it's not. Especially with your vocal. A bit Mel B, wasn't it? (laughs) 
Madonna. Yeah. I don't think I've heard this one. No. No? I don't, was this the um, the video where it was her, like, singing lustfully to her, like a bullfighter or something? Ah, okay. What, just like a pointless, stupid video? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not a massive fan of Madonna. I mean, I listened in the past couple of weeks to mm. the Immaculate Collection. Okay. So I forgot about doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the good's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good stuff is yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, like, like a prayer is yeah up there in your top pop songs ever, mm. kind of thing. Oh things. yeah, yeah. Um, but some of the stuff just sounds really dated. Well, she tries to reinvent herself, doesn't she? Like you can't oh, knock think her. She does it. Satisfactory. No, a lot but of this time. is a, yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like you, she's trying to like go with the current times, and you can't fault her for that. But yeah, sometimes it just comes naturally to people, doesn't it? Yeah. And sometimes when it's forced, it just doesn't work. I heard it referred to on on a podcast. I can't remember which one it was. Or I'd give you credit that she sort of looks at what's going on mm-hmm. and sees the hot thing. Yeah. Someone else does it first, but then she comes along and takes it over and does it good. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um but yeah, I think Madonna's got it's man, I literally only had this conversation with Ning a couple of episodes ago. Oh, okay. I reckon Madonna's got another run in her. Do you think? Yeah. Probably, I, I can definitely see it happening. Yeah. Because she's never she's never been one to just let things pass her by. So if nah. a new trend comes around, she'll definitely be like on that sound. I can see her doing some mumble rap. <laughs> mumble rap? Yeah, Instagram mumble rap. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> Come on. I like proper music, so I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind this. No, I don't it's, mind right, it. it's like a smooth. If it was on in the background to anything, I'd yeah. be happy with that. She's she's put out some some good stuff through yeah, the years. That, Madonna that, actually she did has that one with Ali G, didn't she? Ali G, uh, yeah, and music. Do, yeah, do you not remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That time goes by so sl- time goes by so slowly. Oh wasn't that, God, wasn't it that no, one? The one she did with Ali Ali G was a uh, music makes the people. Oh, was it that one? Yeah, Fair that enough. one. Yeah. yeah, I always thought that was very ABBA. Oh, well, it was. It had the ABBA thing in it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but that just shows that she wants to try and get with the times, don't you? Yeah. You know, she's, yeah. she's following the Get with the, the 70s. <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> but Ali G, Ali G was like all the rage, yeah, weren't he? I mean, that's when she was like living here in England now, weren't it? So she was just embracing the whole British culture stuff. Bloody hell. Well, she was okay. with Guy Ritchie for a bit, weren't she? Yeah, that's what I mean, when she was living here, yeah. 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 I don't know a lot about her, to be honest. No. Nah. It's an interesting character. I know she wears leotards on stage and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, In Bed with Madonna? No. <laughs> Madonna, the film. <laughs> no. No. I, can, I had a really uncomfortable situation watching that with my mum one time. <laughs> okay. Where Madonna does the whole, um, like, like a virgin. Yeah. Like, performance and proper, like, like, um... <sighs> simulates getting herself off oh, really? on a bed on stage and I can remember sitting on wow. my settee and my mum was sat in one of the armchairs yeah. it's about 10 o'clock at night and I was oh. really uncomfortable <laughs> it was like only second most uncomfortable, un- uh, uncomfortable to um, watching 
David Badil stand up where he explained what felching was, and me and my mum were in the same room, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Why do you watch telly with your mum? <laughs> Just go to your room and watch telly. Just go up to your room and beat yourself senseless there. <laughs> yeah. I know you've probably got a smaller TV in your room, <laughs> but still. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Madonna's good. <laughs> As I said, this uh, it charted in January and March, April of '95, number eight on the charts. The producer was Bob Rock, producer for Metallica, Metallica, yeah, the big Motley Crue albums, a load of big rock albums yeah. in the late '80s, early '90s, kind of stuff. Did you say to me this was the one? That they did after they toured with Pantera. Is that right? Yes. Well, they brought on, Pantera yeah, with them. On the 90, they got Pantera and Soundgarden on the 91 on the Slave I, to the Grind tour. Okay, nice. Yeah. I wonder if it, I wonder if people go into that show. Wow, imagine that. Because 91, I mean, they asked Nirvana to tour with them. Skid Row did mm. in 91. Nirvana were like pretty big at 91. But Nirvana right, said no. But Nirvana were originally called Skid Row as well, weren't they? That I was, don't even yeah, know that. Nirvana's original name was Skid Row. No way. But obviously, I changed it because yeah, there was already yeah. a Skid Row. Yeah. I, I believe there was already a Skid Row in the 70s. Uh, Gary Moore, you may have heard the name. He was, I said, Gary Moore. Yeah, he was Gary Moore fronted band in the 70s. Oh. But yeah, they took Pantera and Soundgarden on, on the Slave to the Grind uh-huh. tour. That's going to be mad, that is that. If you, mm-hmm. The first night that you see Pantera play. Yes. And then you see the reaction to the crowd, you're going to be like, oh, We've got to follow that. Yeah, I think they said. I've I've heard interviews with. I think it. I think that was on Jericho's podcast when he had Rachel Bowler and Dave Sabo on, and they said when they did that tour, and that was a whole new thing then seeing mm-hmm. what Pantera and Soundgarden were yeah. doing at that time. Yeah, I can't remember what the band were, but they were on. They were touring with Ozzy, maybe like an Ozfest kind of yeah. thing, and Slipknot were opening. Oh, okay, yeah. And then basically, oh, hang on, no, it was Cold Chamber. Cold Chamber took Slipknot and Corn with them. Okay, Christ, what year is that? I can't, I, I don't know. You know yeah. what I'm like remembering? Yeah. But they basically, Cold Chamber were like. I can remember Cold Chamber being around like then. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. But they took Slipknot out and they basically, the guitarists went out and saw Slipknot and they were like, they came back to the Shandy room mm-hmm. and they said, we need to cancel them off the tour. Like we <laughs> yeah. have to follow that yeah, for yeah, that yeah, many yeah, da- like yeah, days. Yeah, there's just nine of them going absolutely crazy on the stage. Mm. So you can imagine it. Sometimes you'd be like, "We brought them on tour. They're just too, <laughs> they're just too good to yeah, follow." I've heard that before as well yeah, with, yeah. with bands or uh, and definitely like big solo artists. Yeah, not Madonna, but akin to that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know. Um, oh God, who did I say? See. And sometimes it's really mismatched as well. Like, I can remember seeing Bon Jovi in 1995 at Wembley Stadium. Mm. And they had support in um, uh, Van Halen. Yeah. Now, Van Halen were miles bigger than Bon Jovi, like five probably years before Mm. in America. Yeah. They're probably, you know, one of the biggest bands in America. Mm. And then they were supporting them. Yeah. Much the same, I remember seeing Oasis at Wembley in... 2000 
and they had like the Happy Mondays supporting them as well. Okay. And Happy Mondays would have been yeah, like, yeah bigger been years back earlier. in the day. Yeah. I reckon um, it's a lot of the, a lot of it is the um the labels, isn't it? Who hmm. they've got on their bill and who they want to promote, kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of the time as well. I think Jacko on his dangerous tour, he had um crisscross. Supporting oh, okay. him because yeah. they were label mates. Yeah. And um, that girl who did uh, Sunshine on a Rainy Day. I know the song. I don't it's know one the song. Thing. You yeah, know, one proper yeah. one hit wonder with that. If people were just like there to see one song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird actually. Um, support bands for group for sport yeah. acts for groups sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But like, so when you told me that, mm. listening to Slave to the Grind. Mm hmm. Then knowing they toured with Pantera, yeah. they definitely took a turn, like on their sound. There's one thing I've always knocked Pantera for. Sometimes is the empty solos. Yeah, because there's only one guitarist. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when the solo hits, it's bass and drums, mm. but there ain't a rhythm. Yeah, behind yeah, it. yeah. And the first track on this album sort of does it for the solo, mm, and it mm. does it a couple of times through. So yeah. yeah. I yeah. can I can see that. But the, the difference between the albums is just crazy. Mm. Like I've not I've not listened to the first one. Well, that they did. As, as just as a quick, uh, as a quick aside, the last track off off Slave to the Grind mm-hmm. is a track called Wasted Time. It's like ye oldy metal kind of thing. Yeah. At the start. And it ends like, I mean, it builds up like, like a bastard. And it's, I mean, Sebity's like most squealing vocals. Yeah. Going with that. Yeah. And then they open up the new album with. A track called My Enemy, mm-hmm. which comes in like this. Which is a riff and it's half. Riff and a half. Oh, yeah. But then they hit something that they've never done in previous albums. It's like arm muted riff. Meaty? Yeah, it's very nice, man. I do have problems with the production, little bits on this album. Yeah. I think sometimes the vocals are really high above the mix, and the drums on some tracks are just. Ugh. Okay. I don't like the See, drums. For me, I. I'm not like musically like I'm not yeah in, I don't get all that kind of stuff yeah, 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 yeah but like for me I just I can't believe the, the difference in the out al- like, I just can't get my head around the difference <laughs> in the albums yeah well they they had to do something else because grunge had come along and killed yeah. all the yeah. the hair metal but like, like for me it, if I was into them yeah and I was listening to them I'd be, I, I would have been like loving it I was blown away when I heard this. Did you yeah. Did you love it though? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. blown away in a good way. That's yeah, what I'd yeah, have been yeah. like. Like listening to the two, I was when you because you, I said to you, I, I don't think I can do that. 
Slaves yeah, of the Grind yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. And then you said, listen to this one. And, and straight away, I was like, this is more... It's meaty. It's, it's, it's more of a modern sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, it, but to hear the contrast that the band actually went through, like, it's... Pretty like phenomenal that they changed so much. Really. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, you know, like, they've changed their sound completely. Um, I think the vocals sound way better to, on this. I we'll think talk about the vocals it. in a second. Here's the solo I was on about. This is proper high pitch bit. Julian. Julian solos as well because you got the one guitarist playing the first part, yeah. second guitarist playing the second part of the solo. Yeah, yeah. The vocals, he definitely is more like throaty, more like yeah. a kind of on his vocal. Through this whole album, mm. I know these bands come after these, mm. but M Shadows mm. from Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, he comes to mind a lot. And uh, who's the guy from Alterbridge? Miles Kennedy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. Them vibes from this this oh, album. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've obviously, these to a lot of Alter Bridge. Really. This is before them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So obviously, he's not taking stuff from them, but that's just what I get. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. him. So he reminds me of them, but the vocals are so different. Like I, I yeah, enjoy the vocals. It, I mean, it's this. more. I don't want to say Maiden, but it's like it's more, not Maiden because I wouldn't enjoy it if it was no, Maiden. Like the, the, the previous album. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, d- I don't want to say Maiden, but it's more along that kind yeah. of traditional yeah, metal yeah, kind yeah. of vocal. Yeah. Um, the I saw him at Donington, 95, before it was downloaded. Uh, uh, Monsters of Rock. Yeah, Monsters of Rock. I'll give you... you you've got my ticket for that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in my, in my yeah. little shoebox. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> before they played that song, because obviously they were touring this album, mm-hmm. sort of off on that. And I can remember before they went into this song, um, he like Bass said, "Yeah, um, this one's dedicated to the to the Queen of England. You could be my enemy." And everyone was like, "Hmm." <laughs> <laughs> like someone's with him, yeah, and some yeah, weren't, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I caught Dave Sarbo's plectrum that day as well. Did you really? Yeah, I didn't know nothing about it. Completely drunk, and it hit me like on the face. <laughs> And it like landed on my shoulder there, right? In like you know how many thousand people yeah, there yeah. are, and it's purple plectrum. I've still got it Have somewhere. You got it? Yeah. Off. yeah, I've only ever yeah. caught one thing at a festival, okay. and it was a drumstick. Nice. Yeah, it was That's class, nice. and it was class. from Skindred. Okay, and yeah, it's yeah, my, yeah. one of my favourite bands too. Yeah, so they yeah. threw it, and no word of a lie, you know the peace sign. Genuinely, I put my hands up like that. It, with the two fingers, <laughs> and, and caught it, it. I swear to God, I caught it with two fingers. Wow, honest, and and it's in my wood, in my shoebox with that ticket and all my other tickets. Nice, that's the nice. only thing I've got, and it's got like a, a hair in it. See, <laughs> like, your plan was always to put make a table out. I'm of still going to try. Yeah, I'm still yeah, going to because yeah, yeah. I've still got all my programs. I've got the Metallica fan club program. Yeah, so yeah. I'm still going to do it. It's just. I want a music room. Time stuff. And yeah, yeah, having yeah. a having a three year old, I ain't gonna mm. get a music room for a while. <laughs> for a while, am I? But it will happen. That's that's fair to you know. Really, but yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. The drumstick. Mm. But yeah, a, a plectrum's yeah. still good, man. Yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. cool, man. It's all right. The sound then, that when it was before, like download was download, so it was all on one stage, all on one day. Was it in the? Because it's all changed now, so mm. it's not in the track anymore. 
Yeah. Was it in the track when you went? I don't know. You don't remember? So they, it used to be... <laughs> a bit worse okay, you... that day. <laughs> Fair enough. When I first started going to download, it yeah. used to be in the track itself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like nowhere near the track. They've, okay. they've moved it out outside the track itself onto big other grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but was this album like were people happy that they changed their sound the reviews and everything were really really positive oh okay yeah all the reviews were really positive even looking back when you look at the wikipedia page mm. and like say rolling stones reviews or big big publications mm. reviews were giving them like credits for evolving the sound oh. for sounding different and yeah stuff. but it just never hit Oh, okay. It never hit, man. So this is this Monsters of Rock was the one day, weren't it? It was only yeah. a one day festival. Yeah, yeah. Metallic so, headlined. Are they? Oh, okay, yeah. nice. Um, Slayer, Slashy Snake Pit. Ah. Uh, therapy. Yeah. Um, God. Corrosion of Conformity. Never heard of no. that. But see that, I kind of like the idea of a one day. In and done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I spend five days at download, mm. and I drink. Copious amounts of Malibu. Spend way too much money. Yeah, spend way too much money. But when when I get to go to like a one day festival kind of thing, yeah, I like yeah. it because yeah. like you say, it's one and done. Normally the bands are all good, mm. whereas downloads just like so eclectic now. Yeah, man, you can do with their maiden or kiss headline. Oh my, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. I've rolled my ticket over to next year. Have you rolled already? Over? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. it's the whole well. thing. I like you paid for it. Yeah, yeah. but. My life, the second stage better be good because <laughs> that first stage, <laughs> I am going. It was the other there. one, it was the other one, oh. Kiss Maiden and Biffy Clara. Yeah, yeah, that bad so I couldn't even remember. Yeah, I mean, I just, Biffy Clara, like, they've been there before. Yeah, are they headliner status though? No, I don't think so. Did we have this discussion before about how oh, there's not headliners there? Who else are you gonna have? Who else could we have? Yeah, headliner. Metallica haven't been there for about five years. Yeah, I know. So that's they have one. been there a lot. Foo Fighters have never been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but mm. as an act yeah. and live, they're very, very good. Yeah. I imagine live show. Yeah, I yeah. would take Foo Fighters over Kiss, yeah. Maiden, Ramstein should be there. Yeah. Kiss shouldn't be there. Kiss should. <laughs> I said before on a podcast. We've got stories about Kiss in this episode. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I, I just don't like it. But yeah. it won't stop me going to download because I no, just like it. It's the whole, it's the whole thing. Yeah, everything. it is. Yeah, but yeah. I'll be going to the second stage. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, they better have Kill Switch on the second stage headline. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Take that, yeah. Kill Switch headlining. That'll do me. <laughs> you know. So yeah. <laughs> put Skid Row put, honestly put Skid Row instead of Kiss or Maiden I'd be happy <laughs> genuinely <laughs> okay right so track two <laughs> Fire Sign this is called now mm. hearing the other stuff before they hadn't done songs like this like My Enemy and like this one um, we're coming in with a bit of a mm, bit of a steady riff kind of thing Definitely heavier sounding than the yeah, stuff that's before. What you get straight away. There's, I mean, it hits a couple of real nice melodies on this mm-hmm. one as well. As you said, the vocals, it's not as high pitched as it. Mm-hmm. 
this this melody coming up now on the next bit. That bit right there is one of my favourite bits on the album. It's a lovely little melody. It's, it's that so bit. nice, yeah. Yeah. It really is. On a carousel through my yesterdays, it's a nice little lyric. It really is, yeah. yeah it's yeah. really nice. And, yeah. it, and it's so different. Yeah. Because it's like his vocals, he's taken just a chill, like a, how old school's saying, take a chill pill. Yeah. But like, it's just so like, low key. I, I'd say it's, get, it's until like the fifth track at the end where he proper lets mm. a scream go yeah, kind yeah. of thing yeah, definitely. It's, it's a very restrained vocal yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy his vocals in this yeah I really do and the music's good like it's proper just riffs nice. yeah yeah that's yeah. it like more m- meaty riffs I don't know if that's a great word yeah. to use for I just it think, I don't know I just think somewhere between the early 90s to the mid 90s metal bands and rock bands they discovered that you could turn the bass up yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) anything from like earlier on you can't hear the bass in it as much can you yeah yeah you said before on the Queen episode about Mm. appreciating the bass that's it man that's it I think I think I get drawn to bass yeah one of my favourite bands is Korn they're very bassy oh they are very bassy very you know yeah Um. But that that is so nice, man. That yeah, it's nice. It's really good. It's nice. Uh, we're going to the third track. Now the third track, I got a bit of a story behind that one. Definitely more punkier. Hmm. Kind of yeah, or more more punky lot Ramones, eh? Yeah. And then we hit a riff. That's a nice riff, though. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Now, the lyrics are meant to be about Kurt Cobain. He says about uh, an empty shotgun shooting your mouth off. If you're a new god, let me see a miracle. So I think a lot of the... Uh, the cock rock and the hair metal bands like really resented like the yeah. coming of Nirvana and that kind oh, of yeah, thing. Oh yeah, yeah, you can imagine, yeah. can't you? Yeah, I can remember a, an interview in like Metal Hammer magazine or something. With with Seb back where he said, "Oh yeah, it's like uh, you know a, a retort to like a and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if you're the new god of music, yeah, yeah. you know, and then you go and fuck yourself, Neb. Yeah, and I love the sound before this solo comes in. Yeah." That little bit of feedback, oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. Again, though, it's just so different. It, it really is. Like this would no, not a chance be on the other albums. No, no, it, no, you know, no, no, not at all. It's like the, a mindset change that they've had here. Yeah, you got to update your sound. Yeah. Apparently, though, the band hated recording this album. 
which you know led to the split. Um, See, I wonder if that was like musical differences, though. That like some people wanted to go in a certain direction. Possibly, and, yeah. You know. Yeah. Rachel Bolan, he did an interview in in two thousand and six, uh, and this is a quote from him. He said that record was a nightmare. Internally, the band had fallen apart, but we were forced to go in and do another record, and it was a nightmare with the recording, writing, and producing. We worked with someone we'd not worked with before after being so successful with previous producers and we were not used to the way he did things. I'm not slighting Bob Rock at all. He's a genius producer, but it was bad timing. I didn't have the greatest time. It was nobody's fault. It's just the way things were and the record absolutely sucks. No why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah. And, and Sebastian back in 2018, he gave an interview and he said it's got some good tunes, but it's got a dated produ- production sound, which, can, you know, I would say the earlier yeah. ones are. He said, in some ways, it's made it an unlistenable album. In the same way, probably Lars Ulrich might think that St. Anger is dated. I think Subhuman Race might be our St. Anger. You can't even put that in a... <laughs> oh, my life. Yeah, I know. I don't agree with that's that. That's crazy. I don't agree with that. Not I think that's all. way too harsh. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, on what you're going for. I mean, I've not... Like, again... I've not heard anything after this. Okay, so they kind of split up after this. Yeah. Um, that Well, the they parted ways with Sebastian yeah. and Rob, the yes. bass... The, sorry, the bass is the drummer. Yeah. Um, so the original members... The, the three others carried on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since then, they've put out three, uh, four albums. They put an album out after this, 95. They didn't put out an album until 03. Right. Now, I can remember... Seeing that that was coming out somewhere, and I've got that somewhere up in my loft. Yeah, I ordered it on Amazon because you couldn't get it in any shops, and I was very underwhelmed. Okay, they put out another album three years later, and then they put out like um like a part one, part two album in thirteen and fourteen, mm. and that's what they toured behind when I saw them in Stourbridge. Okay, so they were going from playing Wembley, yeah, Wembley. That's to- a massive foot year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The the next track is Beat Yourself Blind, which um, this is quite meaty as well, isn't it? When it comes in. This riff now. They toured this album. Mm-hmm. This is the only song like the, the remaining members of the band who play a Skid Row have ever played live. Yeah, it's the only song since that tour. Oh why? So they they, they must have think a lot of the other songs. Must no. <laughs> like just hate that's it. bad, isn't it? Yeah, I think like Backers when he and oh, yeah. he still carried on doing solo. Yeah, albums. They tour with gigs. like his, he just hires musicians. Yeah, like session guys. Yeah. yeah, he's put two albums out as well. Oh, um, okay. 09, 07, 11 and 14. Oh, He's put okay. albums out. This is... Uh, them vocals are good, man. Oh, his vocals... Yeah. Mi- See, he's like sort of sing... Um, he's going for it. Yeah. But it's got that kind of... 
yeah. through his vocal. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's, it's, the contrast in it is it's mad. Yeah. It's a, like it's more gravelly mm. and not as high pitched and whiny. I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, if that's yeah. the right way I know to what explain you mean, it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean this one. I just love the li- like that beat yourself blind. It's great. It's a great yeah, yeah, yeah. like chorus lyric to sing along to, isn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, even if I was the the remaining members, I'd play this all the time just because it would be a crowd pleaser. Yeah, it's good tune. Yeah. Like, I never knew anything really that he'd done before yeah. this. Like, yeah. not listening. I'd, I'd, I've heard it about him. Mm. I've mm. never listened to, to stuff he's done. Mm. His lyrics and his vocals mm. and stuff. Mm. He's definitely talented. Oh, Christ, he can sing. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, obviously. But he's one of them that knows it, though. Like, yeah. I feel that God, he just yeah. knows yeah. it, doesn't oh, he's he? probably been yeah. yeah. Look at me, Ma. I yeah. can sing. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, the next track is like their dark kind of ballad, shall we say, something like that. It's kind of got Nirvana-esque, has not it? Yeah, I think, I mean, they kind of changed everything for this, even the, the, the font of the band name. I'm not, you know, like the album cover. Yeah, I find it hard to look at. But it does it's my got kind of that magic eye kind of thing. I about don't know what it. it is, but it winds me up when I look at it. <laughs> I was really disappointed with the with the album cover. And did you buy the CD? Yeah. Yeah, I bought it on release day. Oh, did you yeah. queue up for it? Yeah, I didn't queue up for it. No. <laughs> was there not a queue? I didn't have to queue. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was in one of them shitty cases. It weren't in a a jewel case. It was like a, you know, the card ones. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like the paper, you know what I mean? Yes, the thin front. Yes, and yes. Yeah. But um, it had like an, an inlay card inside the mm. front cover. That They're just those. annoying, yeah. Try and get them back in as well at times. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't that like frustrating. it. No. I, I didn't like, like, look, uh, sorry, reading through um, where the band's saying about it, it's like, oh... Half of it was half arsed, and I kind of get that from the production of that. It, it didn't have that Skid Row feel to it. It like was just the the thing silent. with this one I got is the songs before it. Yeah. This one it seemed a bit of a really let down like beginning to the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a like you say half arsed yeah, attempt yeah, yeah, at yeah. the start, but I think it picks up towards the end. Oh, of yeah. the, like it massively does. But again, yeah. I think it builds you up, but then doesn't really follow through. Yeah, it like builds up to a solo, but then it's not really the, like. I mean, we we won't do it now. But the lyrics of this, you've got like a first verse lyric that rhymes, uh-huh. a second verse lyric that rhymes, and then there's a third verse after the chorus where it just takes the first line of the first mm. verse, the second line of the second verse, but they don't. No. It's like as if, oh, fill that space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this bit. I, I enjoy this bit. There's, yeah. there's, essence, there's bits of this that remind me of Tool as well. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's one band that I actually want to go and listen to some of this. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. They're very, like, 
Charlotte hates them. Mm. It's like proper hates mm. them. And I saw them at download two years but ago. But they're proper held in regard by Yeah, them. like... Yeah. The people I go to download with are musicians. Yeah. And they are like blown away by everything they do. Okay. Like yeah. everything. They've like, only just put out an album, haven't they, in the yeah, last yeah, year yeah, or yeah. so? Like they say, the bass guitarist, the, ba- the best bass guitarist ever. Yeah. The drums are just ridiculous and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and I watched them at Dana and I was quite mesmerised by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest. But there's essence of this that kind of remind me of them. Okay. But I don't know the time frame, so I don't know if Tool were around at the same time or what. I don't really know. I think know. T- Tool's first album was... It was around the first bits of grunge. Like around 91. But it wasn't as Tool as they are now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, they kind of developed into that. A lot of people were disappointed with the latest album. Yeah. Because they said they didn't have the hooks and stuff like that to draw Isn't them in. Tool ain't... I like two line a bit hooks though, though, really. Oh, I don't, I don't really know. Like, getting something, dragging it out for as long as. Like, okay, so the the most. I, I suppose iconic song they do is The Pop, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't you know. know but like, that's like held in like a really like. That's one of the heaviest songs yeah. there is. And it is a good song. You mm. should give them a go. Mm. But like, with this, with this band, they get essence of other bands I've listened to over the years but this bit at the end of this song yeah. is that you know um, you know, Never End Brain has this little bit when it comes at the end mm. I always liken this to that yeah he's got a proper scratchy guitar as well and this is where Sebastian really lets his vocals go the second time round this is where I think it builds up and then done <sighs> but it's the second bit here we go hang on It's a bit Sabbath maybe that bit. I don't dislike it, yeah, but I think it could have just been a bit more like mm. meatier. But it built up lovely. It's, it's the vocal though, when he comes in, because he's done five tracks of not letting his yeah. squealing oh, yeah, go. Yeah, no, that's fair. And then now when he does, he proper goes for it. This next is an impossible note. Right, I'm gonna have a piss, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> that works so well though, together. Yeah. It does, don't it? Yes. Get in touch with the show directly via email at jukeboxpod at gmail.com. You can search up Personal Jukebox Podcast on Facebook and find out what's going on over there. You can follow the show on Instagram at jukeboxpod. And leave a rating, review, spread the message, spread the word. Personal Jukebox Podcast. Hey!
Man, that was like the song of two years ago, wasn't it? Did it really? Yeah. I don't know any snails at the start. I, I genuinely can't believe how like out of date with like modern music I am. <laughs> like Charlotte's only just downloaded Major Lazer to my phone. Like a few oh, Major Lazer. Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I know a few some, of them. I know they did the track with Bieber. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they're not the ones I listen to. Nah. But there's a couple of others that are decent. Yeah. Um, but I'm so out of touch like, with modern music. Yeah. All I do is podcast my music on the phone. Yeah. Or Spotify, like, they'll give you, like, uh, what you might like. Oh, like you a know? recommended Yeah, mix. yeah. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I have yeah. not listened to any radio for so long. Um, when Spotify send me. Sorry, not Spotify. When Apple Music send me uh, recommended stuff as well, mm. because of doing this and putting all different things in playlists, yeah, yeah. it like just throws loads. Of shit oh yeah, yeah, this is a yeah. thing. It's like there's so much like I, th- I think there's a lot of rubbish nowadays. <laughs> like it's mad. Like you can't. I don't feel like I want to say I'm getting old and stuff, but I, I tell you what, here's one for you. You know. Um, you get like the end of year things on Apple yeah, Music. Yeah. You've done one of those. Yeah. It tells you like, what you listen to. Mm-hmm. This was my lo- most listened song of last year. Okay. Hang on. A song by Benny called Super Lonely. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I know I'm fucked up. I'm just a loser. Shouldn't be with you. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's class. I don't mind that. Happens. I don't know how that happened. Was that on the radio? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I think it was a bit of a chart yeah. thing, but yeah. I don't mind that. That beat there, though, that's proper nice. In the back, it really is nice. It's, it's a bit Lily Allen-ish. It's just, this bit there. It's got a hook, man. It was just, yeah. <laughs> that was your most listened to song, really? Yeah. Holy, last year? Yeah. Holy shit. 2020. Mine was uh, <laughs> a, a five-finger death punch Rob Halford song, Lift Me Up. Yeah, it's a it bit was, of a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that is really good. It's I'll good probably song. download that, to be fair. Yeah. Super Lonely by Benny. B-E-N-W-E. That doesn't look mod- that doesn't sound modern to me though. Nah, I suppose not. That's the thing. And you know, like we say about Instagram Mumble Rap. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, you said it earlier. Fuck you and you and you. <laughs> this one goes out to Stewie Day. I know you'll love this. Me too. I'm through. I'm through. I'm through. The 
this that hot girl bum my anthem turn it up and throw attention this that hot girl bum my anthem turn it up and throw attention this that throw up this is an ex hook up with someone random this that social awkward suicide that this is something mommy she's like she had a man but she hit different she claims that she's a metal fan yeah and then she like proper if, if she's in the club dancing she you know what's it called the the dirt drop or something like the, the like slut drop. the slut drop 100 she's slut dropping to this everybody gets to the clubs yeah it's neil's, neil's wife yeah. his girlfriend yeah, yeah. Girlfriend. yeah. Shit. <laughs> been married five years <laughs> but yeah honestly that's it yeah, no, we'll move on from that, to be fair. Modern music and me aren't, we're not friends at the minute, we're not. <laughs> if anyone from Instagram, TikTok can be like number one, mm -hmm. I'm not a fan. Um, I was having this discussion with, with a like 16 year old daughter. Right. So when I was 16, I was like, you know, right coming into the Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. Yeah. I still liked a bit of Jovi, mm -hmm. um, Skid Row. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I said to her, I says, who's like, you know, who big? Who, mm -hmm. What's your favourite like? Um... <laughs> you didn't even say, who's big? You went, who big? <laughs> who big, yo? <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, who's your, you know, who's your favourite music person yeah. at the moment? And she said to me, D-Block Europe. <laughs> you can okay. see a picture of them there. Oh, yes. D-Block Europe. Now, she's 16, so she's just getting into the stage where she's saying, oh, can I go to um, uh, festivals? Oh, yes. I said to you, didn't yes. I? Um, what was the festival? 2000 Trees or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never even heard of that. What is it? Um, <laughs> no, um, not Bloodstock. <laughs> No, what's it called? Um, it was Boomtown. Boom oh, Boomtown. Yes, of course it was. Boomtown. Boomtown is a great festival. Man, though. the first song I'm seeing called them is called Home Pussy. <laughs> That's the no. No, this is going to be a bit of an eye-opener here, I feel. Apparently <laughs> this was a single from 2019. Wednesday morning and I'm shopping up in Harris. Man, I gotta go to Christie Indy. Come on. This is different from before. This the last time and not the last time like before. New pussy good, new pussy good, but that home pussy make you feel safe. Like I can be in there all day. Just send a text, I'm on my way. New Did it just say I can be in there all day? Yeah, in the pussy. Like Dearly, mate, I'm gonna have 12 words. They're yeah, at Boomtown. I'm guessing. I don't know, man. What the hell's Boomtown? If you, if you, if, I think Boomtown's a, a, an ideal festival for her to go, mm. and you want to be like a parental guidance at the festival, mm -hmm. I will come with you <laughs> to Boomtown. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. Boomtown's decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm oh. not going to see him. You're not going? I'm not going to see him. I'll go to the festival. But him. Not to him, I think they're a group. I don't know. Is this Billy Eilish? Is she there? What, at Boomtown? Yeah. I doubt it. White shirt, I like this. Now red, my blood. 
catchy, isn't it? It is catchy. It's the definition of a one-hit wonder, though, because none of Ruthless are any good, nah, I think. they're pretty rubbish. Mm-hmm. There's no tunes in the rest of it. Nah, this is the best. This is on adverts and everything. Do you think we've gone off topic? A lot. <laughs> That's what nearly a litre of Malibu does. <laughs> So you're a tough guy, like you really But on, a, on, a, on the plus side, this is a really good song, though, to be fair. Yes, it is. It's, um, it's very understated. Yeah. The ASMR of music. I'm the bad guy. This bit. Duh. Do you remember that song in the back, back in the day, Night Train? What, Guns N' Roses? No, <laughs> no, the, the dance song Night Train. Mm. You don't remember it? No. Night Train? Yeah. No. Let's see if we can find it. Hang on. Is it by James Brown? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it by Dons and DBM? Yeah, maybe. Skip into it a bit. Oh yeah, but yeah, go further in. It's taking a long time. Trance back in the day took about four or five minutes. I don't mind a bit of trance, you know, when trance I'm in the mood. Yeah, but trance like, is the best dance. <laughs> yeah, well, trance is good. Yeah. But it took a long time to get into it. This is it. But yeah, it takes it a long time to get into it. It's because everyone's off the tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you missed the first three minutes. Yeah. Fluorescent blue, green everywhere. Not blue, fluorescent blue, that doesn't exist, does it? <laughs> fluorescent anything? Did it? What's it? I'm the bad guy. It would go with this, wouldn't it? <laughs> right, we've got to get back into Skid Row. <laughs> Where did we leave off? We left off on Eileen, Eileen. didn't we? Yeah. Is that okay. number five? Yeah, that was track five. Um, ooh, this is my favourite song with the word spastic in it. Main things that caused the split, uh-huh. apparently. Um, pardon me. The band sort of recorded this album and like went their separate ways, toured it, went their separate ways. Mm. Sebastian back with massive Kiss fan. Like, okay. Huge Kiss fan. Yeah. But loves Kiss, right? Um, and he basically agreed to support Kiss. On their their two year two thousand farewell tour. No, sorry, 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 sorry. On the ninety six tour, they did it. Was that a farewell tour? You no, know, no, no. I was no. going to say in ninety six, like the year after this album. Yeah. Sebastian Mack agreed, said, "Right, yeah, we'll support you." Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Uh, found the rest of the band and Rachel Bowl and was like, "No, nah, I don't want to tour supporting for Kiss." Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do it. 
Okay. And uh, there was a big, massive tip for that. Obviously, it's Sebastian Bach's favourite band ever. Yeah, yeah. Once. So they have a big fallout, and that's basically the catalyst for the split oh, of okay. everything. Um, it turns out, four years later, without Sebastian Bach, <laughs> they support. They Kiss. supported Kiss on their nice. 2000 farewell tour. Right. Okay. So that's just absolutely ridiculous, man. You know what's ridiculous? Mm. That Kiss did a, a farewell tour a in farewell 2000. Farewell tour in 2004. Yeah. 2000. 2000. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. And we're 2020. They're a download next year. And they play Dubai on New Year's Eve. It's a joke. Yeah, they do. They do a Kiss year. cruise, don't they? Yeah. Every year they do a Kiss yeah. cruise. And I said to my friends that, that I go to download with that I hope Iron Maiden perform <laughs> on the Kiss Cruise and they sink. <laughs> they get they do a Titanic and yeah. they just sink. I could I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah. Like it's like Ozzy. He's on his like farewell number three, is it? Uh, or is it two? Oh god. I don't know. Did you watch that Ozzy? No, it was on Sky. Yeah. But on my iPad, yeah. I couldn't watch it. Oh okay. It's yeah. good, it's worth watching. I will watch it, I will. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Um, this, yeah. Is he saying head there? Dive head on into me. Dive head okay. on into me, yeah. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a good it's song. It's nice. Every song on here so far, I've enjoyed. Yeah, 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 definitely. This definitely. is the thing, yeah. on, the, on the previous album, I just didn't You really didn't, there was only like a couple really that you liked, weren't yeah, there? Yeah, and that was after like the third mm. listen. Mm. Um, <clears> the next <throat> track's a title track. Subhuman Race. Now, this is one where I think the, the drums at the start are just really underproduced and uh, don't really go. I'm going to say this is my least favourite yeah. of the whole thing. Probably the heaviest song I've ever done, though. But it just seems all over the place. I hate that kind of drum sound. I, I don't mind it when it comes in, but I think the vocals are just off as I well. I think it gets better towards the end of the song. I'm on that. Yeah, I think the lyrics are quite good. Like, you look at me like I'm superhuman and all that kind yeah, of stuff. I like, yeah, enjoy yeah. that. Hmm? But I just think the music with it's not very good. Yeah. And obviously, this is the the forefront song of the album, I'm guessing. It's a title track, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite surprised it's it's quite as bad as it is. Yeah, it's, it's not one of my favourites, nah, and it never has been. Nah. Not at all. Um, and, and, and I think his voice doesn't suit that kind of song either. <sighs> to me, it's like the vocals have been chucked on last minute. Yeah, I've been in that situation, like recording music before, mm-hmm. where you're stuck for something and mm-hmm. you don't know. It's like, oh, shit, what am I going to sing over this mm-hmm. bit? And mm-hmm. it, it feels a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. The... Have you heard like modern metal bands now? Mm-hmm. The vocals are so clean. Yeah, and, like I str- like I, I had I've had conversations where. I've said to to people, I don't think it sounds gruff and like dirty enough in a way. Like Metallica, like James Hetfield is quite pristine in his lyrics, is he? He's not vocally no, great. No, 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 but no. like these new bands, Wage War is a good mm. example. They've got yeah. some songs where they've got a guy who's singing and he could sing a pop song like perfectly. But okay. with, with, but with the 
with the riff, yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, doesn't match up. You got metal, mm. and then this pristine vocal. Sometimes it just doesn't. I think match. sometimes it's a bit polished. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bit polished. Uh-huh. Um, especially any mainstream metal at the moment. Anything here on maybe Radio One or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. It's like got that kind of I don't know. Do you class it as like electro metal? Maybe. Thing yeah, in. maybe. Architects. You know, have you heard of architects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like they're in the top ten in oh, the really? in the charts this this week. Oh really? Yeah. What, single or albums? I think it's albums. Yeah. But even still, for 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 now, they've been around for a while as well. Yeah, but they're a band where mm. I really enjoy the music. Mm. But when the lyric comes in, no, I can't. Mm. But when the lyric comes in. It's too clean. Yeah. The music's very good. Mm. But then a clean lyric comes in and it kind of distorts the whole thing for oh, me. Okay. It's really weird. I, I can't... Is it worth getting a listen to? I would. Give, I would. Neil Strong's tip of the week, yeah? I would listen to listen Architects. To album. Yeah, the music, yeah. music-wise, it's good. Mm. If you can get your head around the lyrics with I it. I remember them from like a few years ago kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they've always been touted as if they're going to be like a near... Headline download, maybe the second stage, and they might they well, might do it well, next year. Down as not an, an indie band, but down as a mm. they've got some very heavy songs, you know, that kind of level. Yeah, they've got yeah. some very heavy songs, but then the lyrics come in, mm. it's too produced, I'd say. Mm, mm, mm. You know, I'll give them a listen. I'll give them oh, a yeah, listen. Oh, yeah, you should, yeah, definitely. Like, give I them a listen. I say that, but I, I will do this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah honestly. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing definitely in the mainstream which is. You know, like this, or like, Mm-mm. you know, proper metal. Oh, yeah, no, proper no. Proper rock metal. No. Even, like, Bring Me The Horizon. Oh, no, Bring Me The Horizon. They've, they've done, like... That kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. separate... Have you heard their album, Separaternal? Shadow that. Moses no. has got one of the heaviest drops, like, of any song I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Uh-huh. But then they've gone, like, way commercial. Did you listen to the new You Meet Six album? No. No? No. Because that's... That's a, a bit of a contra. It's like there's some heavier stuff on it, mm. but then there's some, I don't know, more melodic poppy stuff. Mm. I, their last album before, it summed it up for me a bit for when I went to um, Newcastle. Me and Lindsay went to Newcastle mm-hmm. and we went to the uh, the botanist oh, yeah. bar in there. Yes. Well, something to eat, really, mm-hmm. and a couple of drinks. And they played tracks off the Yumi at six previous album and it wasn't out of place it like felt yeah, yeah. very hipstery kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah, and yeah I kind yeah. of get that from looking at them now. yeah nowadays especially with like social media and all that I think it's a big thing yeah I sort of had to stop following them on social media oh, yeah because they were flooding it with stuff oh, okay. rather than release the album and man because sub- they released it right slap bang in the middle of um, lockdown mm-hmm. and stuff so I kind of get it and I can appreciate why, because that's your livelihood, you know. What oh I mean? yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it's a tough time. Like we haven't seen for live any music, live band. Like this will be download's been cancelled this year, so two years on the trot. Two years. Yeah. Um, I won't have seen the band live for. There it was there any festivals last year? There wasn't, was it? Because no. everything finished no. March. Glastonbury's yeah. been cancelled this year. Mm-hmm. Bloodstock, Reading, mm-hmm. and like two thousand trees, Boomtown. Mm. They're gonna happen. Mm. If all if, at the moment, yeah, if it all goes well, yeah. but yeah, so many can so many uh festivals have been cancelled, yeah, 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 you know, it's uh, it's a shame, it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm dying to see a live band just for the whole ambience and atmosphere, 
Yeah, just for the crack. Just for going out, having a drink, listening to music. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go and see Radiohead. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. No, that's not too much. Not now, man. I'll tell you what, if Radiohead actually went out and said, right, we're going to do a greatest hits tour, which is something (laughs) they'd never do, it's so against Mm. everything they stand for, I'd be well up for it. I'd probably go and watch that. I could watch, definitely go and see a Radiohead 90-minute set yeah of their hits really yeah like if they finish with creep and everything oh. is completely against everything <laughs> they stand for but yeah like, yeah they could do you know like just and street spirit mm. and stuff like that yeah i'd be i'd be in for that but yeah. they'd never do it because they're pretentious <laughs> <laughs> right track eight I hate this drum work. Do you? Yeah. The guitar's nice, that. This was always my least favourite song on the album. Really? Mm, it was. Oh, it was? It's not now. Like, I like this riff. Yeah. I get, like, a, I get a sabbath vibe from this. Again? Yeah, it's that deep. Yeah. Guitar, vocal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the one song that I kind of recognise. I feel like I've okay. heard it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is this one they released? Did they release um, it? I don't think so. In, in the UK, they released one single off this album. Hmm. Yeah. Um, My Enemy was a US single. Uh, the first track. And then the next one, and then there's another one that was released in England. Okay. And that was only because it was a tie-in with the soundtrack as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. They um like after this, I think the last release they did with their with the record company was a best of. Oh, okay. So it like got everything off all the albums. Yeah. And there was an alternate version of this song on there. Yeah, yeah. It's slightly different, slightly like polished up a little bit maybe. Hmm. I mean there's some nice lead guitars then when it comes back around yeah. the second time. It's a good song. You know, I still want classic as one of my favourites, but I think this is like, from what I've heard, this is probably up there for me. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I've not, after hearing this, I've not like disliked any song though so far. Oh, okay. Obviously, going from the other album to yeah, this yeah, one, yeah, yeah, it's been it's, it's been really like a surprise for me. So, did you like this next song? This was a US single. Um, I think this was really the only song off this album that made any dent in the US charts. Hmm. Yeah. It had that, you got to appreciate, at 95, everything had moved on, as we're saying, from the cock rock and stuff. Grunge had come along. This was kind of, for American... 
Radio Rock. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This probably was right in the wheelhouse for it. It's alright. It's got a decent chorus. A lot softer than the rest of the stuff on the album. Yeah. But again, though, the vocals are really nice for mm. it. Not over the top, just nice. And nice sound. on the chorus. Yeah. So here's a story. When um, the first time I heard a song off this album, I, I knew this album was coming out. And uh, me, uh, my friend Keith, who created the the shows, the personal jukebox podcast logo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives in Ireland now. And uh, Gibbo, who was on episode three, mm-hmm. yeah, we went to XL's nightclub in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, it was underneath the five wires. What? Uh, Chinatown way? Uh, you know, like five wires island. Yeah. Yeah, and you come down the dual carriageways if you're going to head past the big mosque. Yes. Yeah, but more or less straight away, there's like a five way shopping centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And XL's nightclub used to be in there ah, okay. in 95. Yeah. Uh, and Robert Fuso, the drummer, and Rachel Bowlin were doing a sign in that night. Oh, nice. Yeah, in there. Uh, we were. So you know, 17 at the time. Yeah. Hang on. 95. I was born in 78, so that makes me. How old's that? Um, 17. <laughs> <laughs> we had too much to drink tonight. Yeah. 17. Um, that makes me. Yeah, 17. <laughs> yeah. So we were 17. We went there. Um, I can remember Keith took these inlay cards for mm. Slave to the Grind. And B-Side Ourselves, which was like a five-track EP hmm. of covers that Skid Row put out. And he got Rachel Bolan to sign them. Yeah? And I, I was wearing a denim shirt. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember going to Robert Fuso, the drummer, like queuing up and saying to him, I was really drunk. <laughs> I was like, right, fucking Skid fucking Row all across it. <laughs> and he, was, he looked at me and he yeah. was like... Yeah, and I went, yeah, write it. Yeah. And he wrote, skid, fucking row. Like, you know, the Metallica yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. write it like that. Oh, class. Like, all across the back yeah. of it. And I was like, well chuffed. Yeah. That was when I first heard My Enemy. Nice. And something else. Yeah. That there. Um, and I can remember, like, going back home. And there's, there's more to that story as well, but... Like, the next day, my mum going, oh, how'd you get on in, in Birmingham? And I was like, oh, yeah, sound, sound. I saw Skid Row and everything. And she picked up my shirt. And yeah. she was like, what's that? And yeah. I was like, Skid Row? <laughs> and she was like, that's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> that these Americans can come over to our country and think they can just write that on somebody's shirt. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I asked him to do it. And she was like, no, 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 you know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. know where that shirt is now. Oh, really? I don't know if she chucked it away or whatever. But I'd be really gutted. Um, But that night, we... Obviously, we were 17. Mm. We spent everything we had on probably shots of Southern Comfort and um, stuff like that. Uh, And we came out of the club. Everything had shut down. 
and we were skint and we were like at five ways <laughs> in Birmingham. Like, yeah. oh my God. And I can remember putting my card. Now, this is before the days of using your card for contactless yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. And I can remember putting my card in the machine and getting a tenner out and knowing right. I had no money in there. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's magic. I can keep on getting. I put my card in again and got yeah. another tenner out. It's like, oh yeah. my God, there's 20 quid here. And somebody, I think it was Gibbo or something, put his card in and got a tenner out. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's magic. They all just give us money out. Yeah. Obviously, not knowing that we were taking ourselves horrendously into overdraft. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we got back that night, but we got buggered because the clocks changed that night. Right. So we missed all the buses, hence oh, why we had no money and couldn't get back and yeah, had to get yeah, a taxi yeah. and everything. You know. Have you ever asked your mum where that top is? No, I'll ask her, actually. You I've do. seen her today. I'll ask her um, next time I see her. You know, I don't know if it's up the loft at my mum's. All right. Um, right, we'll take a second break uh, and we'll be back to mop up the uh, the last bit of the album. All right. You love the in between. I was going to say that the in between. It's one of the best shows. Oh man, it's unbelievable. Honestly, that Friends and some are probably my favourite shows ever. What Friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, really. Yeah. Have you watched uh, Friday Night Dinner? Yes, that's good. I only recently got into that. Actually, it's good show. Yeah, I went through all of it. Have you carried on watching Superstore? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not like massively into it, but I've watched a few more episodes. I'm like just on the periphery of season five now. Oh, it's in that many? Um, season six. Holy I shit. think it finishes the last episode in two weeks' time in America. Wow. Then that's six. Netflix yeah. just go nuts though, don't they? Yeah. They did that Shit's Creek. Have you seen that? You know, I watched about the first half a dozen episodes and I yeah. couldn't get into it. We, me and Charlotte got into that and we watched yeah. them all. Like eight episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight episodes. Eight. 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 Well, there's eight episodes. <laughs> it's so long. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, eight episodes. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, eight I know. Eight series. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I've just, on the very, very last episode mm. of the American album, <laughs> You won't. <laughs> oh, God. Man, this is going to come out. You know what I mean? People are going to listen to this. Hopefully. <laughs> I might go back to this and go, wow, this is a write-off completely. <laughs> right, take two. <laughs> Shit's creaky like that. Yeah, it's good. 
<laughs> I've just I'm on the very last episode of the American Office. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the very last episode. They've got eight, I think it's eight series of the American one. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm on the very last episode of it. Eight it, series of the American Office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah. It's okay. It's not too bad. Just bring, the, uh, just bring you back down to earth again. This is very nice. So you're Superstore. Have you watched it? Yes. Good. You yeah, like I it? like it, yeah. It's really good. Recommend it. I Recommended like the, um, listening to people out there. Buster Lady, like the... Dina. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's Honestly, as the series go on, it, it's even oh, better. Oh, she comes yeah, up. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. nice. Oh, you know, like Friends does, mm-hmm. like, later on. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's good, definitely. Um, we're looking at Skid Row's Subhuman Race. <laughs> yes. Uh, the last track we listened to So was, far, so good. It was the US single, Into Another. It was track nine of Skid Row's album, and we're um, we're gonna head back in there. You know Hill Street Blues. Yeah, yeah. This is really nice. Here we go then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Fights against my soul. This is probably the most throwaway song in the album. I'd probably say. What do you think? Yeah. I quite like that intro. I like it. Yeah. But I'd say it's probably the most... You know. So after this, the only thing they put out was... um, they did a Subhuman Beings on Tour EP, mm. uh, which had live tracks. Yeah. So I think it was recorded at a live gig in Japan somewhere. Okay. Um, shout out to the Japan- Japanese person <laughs> who liked the Instagram post from the Wild Hearts episode. Oh, nice. um, I believe they're big. And, and man, looking at that guy's profile, he loves a bit of Wild Hearts. Okay. So, yeah. I was surprised by the Wild Hearts, to be uh-huh. fair. Oh, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, they released that. I think it was a, a Japanese only release. It had got like a couple of live tracks off this album, a couple of covers. I believe one of the covers was actually from a London gig and then something else. Mm. That was the last thing they ever put out, like with the, this current lineup. Yeah. I mean, this is. This is like your generic rock song. Isn't yeah, it, really? it is. Like, really. There's not a lot to bring, like drag you in, but it's not that bad. It's still better than everything else on the other album for me. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Hundred oh, percent. Wow. Even his, even his vocals are better. Yeah, it's a good song. It's yeah. definitely a good song. The next song, I, I always used to... This was always my most throwaway song on the album, really. But it's actually a really good song. Love the riff when it kicks in. Mm. Places with the massive man. Running from the cat. 
got that full on riff. Yeah. It, it's not like squealing vocals. It, Honestly, for Sebastian Mack, he's very understated on his vocals. Yeah, man. the whole album, though, yeah. his, his vocals are so much better. Yeah. It's like he's just toned it down, like, massively. I think he realised in 95 you couldn't be doing the screechy. Nah, yeah, Bruce Dickinson obviously didn't get that memo. No, he's, he's, to this day, he's just <laughs> constantly doing it. But Sebastian obviously knew. But, and, and this is just... It's just a, this is just easy listening. Yeah. Like I listened to this on the way over here, and I was. There's nothing that to dislike about it. There's just no. Not, mm. You know, it's easy listening. His vocals are great. The music's great. Like, what more is that? Literally, put out too late, probably. Missed the boat. Times had moved on. Especially from the band's point of view, mm. they probably had a negative stigma attached to them from what they sounded like previously. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you're only a year away from corn coming along, aren't you? Yes, yeah, mad, isn't it? When you, you think know what about I mean? It, I, yeah, I mean, it's all changed. Yeah. I mean, if I if I was not that I'm the biggest corn fan, but I understand where the music changed. Yeah, music and, definitely yeah, like yeah. evolved and went into a totally different direction, isn't it? Because yeah. you got corn. Limp Bizkit's very close to follow that. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it just... Yeah. And then Linkin Park, not very far yeah. after that. Yeah. So it just evolves and evolves it's and weird, evolves. actually, because then you look at maybe your cockrock bands who took themselves seriously singing about mm. what they were doing. But, man, Linkin Park really take themselves seriously, don't they? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. Yeah. But I think that... It's got a lot to do with Chester and how his like, mind work, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, most, you know. probably. most um, probably. But there's definitely like a, a jump. Like, there's a jump for me in class. Like, and, and, and it's that grunge. It's grunge. It's yeah. the grunge wedge mm, that just mm. stops everything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, you can say, "Oh, Nirvana didn't kill hair metal," but they kind of did. Yeah. It was just that that bit of. Oh, bands taking themselves too seriously, thinking with their dicks. Yeah. To bands taking themselves seriously, thinking about, don't know, themselves. Mm. Um, last but one track. This was the only song that was released as a single in the UK. It only got to forty-eight on the UK charts. Okay. Um, it was released like Christ. What we're we talking like seven months after the album was released. It was part of the soundtrack for the Christopher Walken film, The Prophecy. Okay. I've never seen it. No, I don't think I have, no. Don't know nothing about it. It's literally unlike any other Skid Row song. I love the jangly guitars, though. Yes. I really like it. Yeah. And this song, there's a solo two thirds of the way through, and it's nothing like, Mm. as in, like a technical prowess for a solo. Yeah. But for sound wise, it's. So they've basically done it for the film specifically, haven't they? They've just well, like... I don't know if they did it for the film or they did the song and then the film picked it up. I don't yeah. know how that works. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Another, I do like this song, though. Another controlled vocal by back, though. Yeah. It's... Or Bach, as all the Americans call it. <laughs> Sebastian Bach.
This was my favourite song on first listen through. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, as I say, I'd heard My Enemy and Beat Yourself Blind live at Excels, mm. but man, you're in a club, you yeah, can't really. Yeah. But I can remember them. Um, but on first listen through, this was like my. You know, when you kind of buy a new album and you you listen to it, but you skip through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until yeah. you go back through. Yeah. This was like the one that that caught my attention. That's really away. strange though, because it's so late in the album. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that songs like that are, are, are genuinely like further it forward in the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's a nice song. Like his vocals are really nice. I mean, it this. kicks in now. Yeah. Very, like, as we said, breathy, not yeah. not high pitched yeah, vocals. Yeah, no, his vocals are really nice. Improves it for you, doesn't it? A oh lot yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah. But the music's changed completely yeah. too. Now, now this this solo, it's nothing. It's just a couple of notes. Yeah. But you just listen to it. It's Them little guitar bits in there, then. Yeah, it's like mood. Yeah, yeah. Guitar, yeah. 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 But it's not. It's like when you when you said earlier that they they had quite a bit of a tough time like recording this. Mm. I wonder who what had the vision to change the, like the music so much, and like who who was against it kind of thing. Because for me, this is this is like so much better than the other stuff they've done. It's really weird because when you've got what I read out earlier when you've got both Rachel and Sebastian who are the two ends mm. and they both are like no yeah, we don't yeah. like it yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's mad like I've not listened to like probably when when did you ask me about a month ago yeah, yeah like three, so I've only, I've, ago, I've only been like. listening to them for about a month but mm-hmm. the difference is just it's crazy yeah, yeah. it really is but for the for me for the better like it's so much so much better like this this album. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, and And they finish with a bit of a stormer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love this riff. It like recoils in. How much, how, how much better do them vocals sound with this song now? Yeah, because he's actually giving it a bit there yeah, as well, yeah. 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 It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
song. Good metal song. It's a really good way to finish the album. Yeah? It really is. Like, I've got no complaints about that song whatsoever, to be honest. Um, yeah, when you consider this, this is um, like Sebastian's last song singing with Skid Row. It's a good way to sign out, man. What's it? What, uh, the songs that he's done on his own, mm. are they kind of like this or are they more like the glam rock kind of stuff? Um, from what I've heard, they're a bit like like traditional metal. Yeah. I haven't got another album of his, but I've got a like a DVD. Yeah, where it's like a live performance and some stuff. There's like Skid Row stuff and his own stuff on there. Oh, okay. There. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go back and mm-hmm. see it. Really, I haven't watched it since. I, literally. I ordered it from Amazon, I got it, I watched it once, I've never watched it again. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me. No, this, this, this just, it's a great way to finish the album, like it just, the whole album flows for me, it's really good. Like I don't think there's a song on there that I don't like. Oh, now when the solo comes in as well. Nice build up too. So yeah, man, go and listen to Skid Row Subhuman Race. It's a, it, for me, it's an underrated semi-classic. I wouldn't say it's a classic. It's an underrated semi-classic. I think. There's a lot of people who've slept on this. Yeah. Who've not heard it. Even people at the time who were maybe into that kind of genre mm-hmm. who have given it a bit of a wide berth. But it's good. So for you, yeah, you're saying that Skid Row were like one of your favourite bands. Yeah. How does this rate in, in album? Oh, I'd put Slave to Grind above this. Do you really? Yeah. Even with all the cock rock stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love a bit of cock rock. <laughs> Fair enough. If that's what you like, that's what you like. Yeah, I mean, listening to it over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah I always thought it was a good album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's just little bits, like there's little, because they had them little production things, and there's just little bits that stick out. It always mm. felt unfinished. Okay. Yeah? yeah. And reading what the band mm-hmm. said about it, then it kind of makes sense that they yeah. were like just struggling to get through it and mm. stuff. Um, it's got a shitty, um, un, uh, unforgiven, uh, a shitty thingy track, hidden track. Okay. At the end of this, but it's basically just uh, if you don't know, God, let me see a miracle. Yeah. Allah, the subhuman race track and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, I'd put Slave to the Grind as my first. My best, sorry, my favourite Skid Row album. <laughs> um, and then this and the Skid Row, Skid Row album, like level pegging. Yeah. I mean, I could sing along all day to the Skid Row, Skid Row album. Yeah, yeah. But it's proper, like, you know. Yeah, I, I suppose if, if yeah. you follow them and you like it all, you know, from the very start, that's fair enough. That's what you used to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me coming in blind. Look, see, it's just this.
That's it. Nah, that's it. So this is, again. Every, I think every episode you've had when you mentioned the secret song, yeah, yeah it's never yeah. been good, has it? No, no, not at all. And I think this, not at all. This, this, this is the same. The the only thing, last thing I wanted to um, play is I said to you they put um, uh, an EP out and it was called B-Side Ourselves. Mm-hmm. So they, it was a five-track EP. Each member of the band picked a song that they wanted to cover Yeah, on there. And I think it's Scotty Hill, one of the guitarists, he picked a Jimi Hendrix cover. Okay, yeah. And this man, this is class. And obviously, Sebak sings it better than Jimmy Hendrix because he couldn't sing for shite. <laughs> <laughs> Little Wing, I believe the cores also do a cover of this as oh, well. Yeah. I think his voice is very good, but when he's lovely on understated, yes, yeah. it's just more. I mean, he does go for it on this at the end as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it steps up a bit now. I mean, it's a five-song EP. It's only 19 minutes. Okay. See? Yeah. In, out, done. Yeah. Sometimes that's the best thing. Yeah, yes, it. I mean, it's quite nice. I think that for a band. Um, Pick your covers. Yeah. Pick cover each. Mm. We'll do a song. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah, there's some bands that have done crazy little bands. A lot of Metallica did the Garage Inc. Yeah. Like two CDs. Yeah. I think the Death Punch have done two CDs of it too. Guns N' Roses, Spaghetti Incident. Yeah, see, that's yeah. it. You know, you can do too many, can't you? Yeah. And then it hits the solo, which basically plays us out there. That's, that's nice. So yeah, as a um, as a virgin listener, mm-hmm. so to speak, of Skid Row, what did you think of the uh, Subhuman Race album? I really liked I it. I think you kind of liked it, didn't I, you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was yeah. I was surprised. The more I listened to it, like so, like I say, probably what four or five weeks mm. you mentioned it, mm. and I've listened to it about six times, I'd say, all the way through. And every time I listen to it, it gets more familiar. And like mm-hmm. over on the way here, yeah. I listen to it, and it's just it's just there now. It's like yeah. a it's it's like a thing in my life now, like a constant album. Yeah, yeah like it's one it's one of them I'll choose and I'll listen to it and I'll enjoy it. Yeah, the things that attract me to it, yeah. like the songs are catchy, the That's vocals good. are nice, good. Yeah, yeah it's good. This is the thing, like, I'm always wanting to hear new songs. And yeah. obviously Skid Row, they're not new, are they? No, no, not but at But that's the, that's the glory of music. Like, you you enjoy older stuff. You'll, you'll, you'll 
I'm sure, like I've said to you before, this podcast is good because it it either brings you back to songs you've already heard that you've forgotten, yes, or new stuff, yeah, that you'll enjoy, and that's yeah, exactly yeah, what this yeah, is. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that. That's good. That's, that's good. That's what yeah. I, for me, yeah. music is about that exploring new stuff. This is one of the albums that I've actually loved, enjoyed, and I will continue to listen to. So that's the main thing for me. That's kind of nice because, as I said to you, I think it's. Uh, an, an, I didn't think you'd say to me to listen to this. Obviously, you've said to me in the past you still want to do the smooth episode, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, that's still on the cards. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Queen one that yeah. makes sense because I like you know I like mm. Queen. The yeah, Skid Row was yeah. I didn't. I didn't expect it. I kind of wanted to do it because you know I loved Skid Row. Yeah. yeah. You grade your albums now into what? Oh, okay. A B C D. For me, I mean, we gave um, Rage Against Machine a B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't as good as that album. It's not as good as that. Nah, album. yeah, I'd agree. It's, no. I gave what was um, what's the Link Limp Biscuit album? Chocolate Starfish. Yeah. A B minus. So that's the next step down. Mm. I don't think it's as good as that. I don't think it's as good as that. Yeah. yeah. And then you're getting into C then. So I'm I'm between a C and a C plus for me, but I'm always gonna give it a little bit higher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it it's like that thing. I'd I'd probably I'll settle on a C plus yeah. and I'm probably pushing it there really. I genuinely will say like a C. Because the not? albums we've done, yeah, 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 like they've all been albums I've loved through the years. Mm-hmm. So, like for this to be a new listen, like I think a C's very good. Yeah, and a C's like, really good. Yeah, yeah, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I'll say is I'll listen to this again. Like, yeah, probably a lot of times. Yeah, man. I hope other know. people will who listen to this because it, it deserves a bit it of love. It deserves it. Yeah, it deserves it a bit of love. I think, and and even the band who uh, mm. who. who Diss it down. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I can't believe that's what they've said about it. I can't, to yeah. be fair. That, that like, is... It's kind it's of unheard of in, in yeah. episodes that I've done yeah. so far, yeah. yeah. But, but if I was it. in a band, yeah. and you've done... Fair enough, it's not what you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. But for me, they've progressed as a band. Mm. Like, they've mm. gone mm. with the times, mm. they've mm. progressed, mm. they've gone out, with, they've, they've brought Pantera with them, mm-hmm. and they've tailored their own mm. sound to that mm. that for mm. me is a progression because because yeah. you said to me that this was after they toured with pantera yeah i listened to this album then like pantera essentials yes and you can see like the yeah. sounds you can kind of see because there's a lot of pantera stuff like obviously it's really heavy and some yeah. stuff yeah but they've really got like a cock rock kind of basis, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and some of Phil's vocals on uh-huh. some of the stuff. Yeah. Is very that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dimebag's playing. It's mm-hmm. like very... Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. You can yeah. see why they, how they've got their inspiration from it. Yeah, it's... I'm, R.I.P. I'm Dimebag. Yeah. I think you said that in the last yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's it's yeah, right, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's one of them things. One thing that made me laugh about that Phil... Tell yeah. yeah, we talked. You talked about him and, and what he's doing now. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a proper wrong <laughs> I'll just add that to, to, to what you said you before. Know, I haven't like dived on that. Ah, but he's proper like into white power and yeah, all sorts yeah, of yeah. shit. He's, he's proper, he's proper, te- yeah. proper Texas. He's gone like into God's it, yeah. God. But like, <laughs> like for this, they've definitely taken a 
a step in the right direction for me, <laughs> Skid Row. It was good it stuff. Was class, man. That's yeah. brilliant. Come on then, hit me. What we got? What we okay, got so we're going to go for ground culture. Ground culture and catalyst. Is that one word? Yes. But like I said to you, you've got to, you can listen to it, but you need to bring in the last little bit. When's this out? When's it out? Yeah, what year was this? 2018. I saw What you say? You saw these are down there? Yeah. In the little tent of this class. I think they're northern. They're a northern band. English, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, right? But yeah, there's definitely a, a, a bit you need to go to. Okay, I'll hit that. Jukeboxpod at gmail.com. Get in touch, give me some feedback. Yeah, get in touch. What did you think of Skid Row? What did you think of Queen? What do you think of the Wild Arts? Uh, what do you think of you 2 There's part two of that coming up soon. Um, follow the show. Facebook, Instagram, not Twitter anymore. Hit me up. Leave a review. That's always good, man. Makes me feel like I'm doing a good thing. We are doing a good thing. <laughs> We're discussing the music we like. Yeah. Could be better than that. Oh, Christ. Yeah, definitely. You fancied a bit of this, didn't you? There. Three minutes and eight seconds. Okay, we're there. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I do appreciate every listener there are. Keep it coming. Thank you, Neil. No problem. Here we go. Ooh.